0: Hello and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And you're listening to The Friday Forge, a weekly episode where we dismantle short stories, smelt bookish ideas, and hammer out topics brought forth by the Book Reviews Kill community.
1: All right, we got that like kind of a Q&A kind of thing here again, and we're going to do three questions from the Discord for everybody. Uh, I picked three because... I started typing out an answer and then I kept typing out an answer and then I kept typing and this might, one of these might be a little long, but
0: it's fine. Before you go on <laughs> into the questions, do sure. you have the tendency when you make your notes to write out, I always be like, I'm making bullet points. And then I think I'm really clever with my words and I write out these sentences that I never end up saying in the podcast because I use them like they're like they're bullet points, but I write out these huge paragraphs sometimes. Yeah,
1: same. I do it every time. I would say I <laughs> adhere to my notes about 11% of the time. <laughs> And then I'm just off the cuff.
0: There's value in just creating them, though.
1: Yes, exactly. It kind of points my mind in a certain direction. And uh, speaking of questions, let's get right into the first one here. Uh, This question comes from Aprilatron. Aprilatron? I'm so sorry. Yeah, Aprilatron. Aprilatron. One of our Patreon subscribers and Discord members. Aprilatron asks, what fantasy worlds would be the best slash worst to live in? Awesome question.
0: Love this. This is an awesome, awesome question. Okay, so my initial knee-jerk was Harry Potter would be great to live in.
1: I knew you were going to say that, yeah. Yeah, I'm a Harry
0: Potter sort of so I guy. So predictable. You know, I really am. But as I thought about it more, and with my recent read-through of like two years ago, my adult brain kind of tackling that world, it was constantly coming across like things that just didn't make sense. And I feel Definitely. like living in the Harry Potter world, you would have to suspend your like... <laughs> actual interaction with reality and logic a lot
1: i don't think it'd be as cozy as you think it would be no like, it wouldn't be the burrow it'd be like your house but like with magic
0: which would be yeah cool. and as i strove to get awesome i might become evil accidentally <laughs> <laughs> you know i guess like, like a bunch of little steps like i just gotta carry one house elf and then i can fly you know and next thing you know i'm like murdering yeah, villages. actually,
1: yeah. You never know. <laughs> that, that world is rife for corruption.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I landed on, actually, uh, probably just because it was fresh in my brain, uh, was the world of He Who Fights Monsters. Oh, wow. It's your classic video game world. You can get better by using a skill, thus the regular way and leveling it up, or by paying for them and magically sucking them into yourself, though you do suffer long-term effects of not being able to... You kind of are capped at a lower rate if you do that.
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: Yeah, what did you say?
1: Um all right so I have three answers kind I of. uh, I'm just
0: going to I'm just going to say I put Star Wars cool. as an honorary on mine too oh it's cool
1: Okay <laughs> uh, so I, I initially picked uh, the Discworld uh with the caveat that I'm a person with some modicum of wealth and I don't live in Ankh-Morpork uh though I do live <laughs> close enough to visit sometimes Um so I mean I like the Discworld it's so whimsical and it feels like there's not really like a ton of stuff always like negatively happening all the time you know what i mean it feels like there's just a lot of silly stuff going on but it is very chaotic so i don't know but it's just it feels really nice but it's probably it's probably just because of the way that i'm reading it but
0: Uh, chaotic is good you probably have to do what i have to do with the harry potter world just kind of be like ah, whatever reality not because
1: if you if you live in like ankh-morpork and you're doing okay for yourself then uh like the thieves guild will like target you and it's just it's just no But anyway, uh, I I also almost picked uh Prithian from A Court of Thorns and Roses. Uh in oh. Valaris, specifically in the Night Court, you know, because everything's just so aesthetically pleasing and there's just it's just candles and cashmere sweaters and delicious food all over the place. Um Yeah, and if you were Fae. If I was I had that in here. Like if I was Fae, it would be cool. If I was just like a I wouldn't want to be. Fighting battles and stuff or anything, I would just be like a bartender or like a librarian or something. And I feel like that'd be pretty cool. There's probably a bunch of people in Valaris that are just you know they're just living their lives, doing their thing. Yeah.
0: Quirky magical librarian—that sounds like an awesome job.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, but there is there is the old threat of war by the other courts, though, constantly. So I feel like that's not—it's not quite there. So then I landed on something, and it was so obvious when I thought of it, and it was Hobbiton or the Shire in general would probably beat everything. And I thought at first, like, well, maybe not, because it's like it's like Middle-earth is like Dark Lords rising up and everything. But then I remembered something, and it's that I think somewhere in the lore, it's like in the Second Age or the Third Age or something. I can't remember where it was, but there's like a period of time of like a thousand years where like literally nothing even happens in the Shire. Like nothing, <laughs> there's no wars. There's nothing. They're just farming and smoking pipe weed and drinking ale for like a thousand years.
0: Right. Like, how many years would it take you to unlearn how to defend yourself? That many years. <laughs> yeah,
1: they wouldn't need to. So, yeah. um, so I pick Hobbiton in whatever time stretch that is. Uh, maybe not even Hobbiton. Maybe Tookland or Buckland or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the West Farthing or where I don't. I would figure out a cool place to be.
0: And would you strive to gain a magical ability?
1: No, I would just hang.
0: See, my your like active choices were all based upon like how cool I can make myself. Oh wow,
1: yeah. I guess I <laughs> did pick just like quality of life kind of thing.
0: Yours was way smarter. <laughs> and you're gonna live way longer and be way happier.
1: Yeah, because you're only doing magic like every now and then.
0: <laughs> yeah, and power gets enemies, and like you said, you get rich and these people you know, comes after you. Yeah. Living in Hobbiton is a far better choice.
1: <laughs> what would be your worst? Like where would you never go?
0: Okay. I said Narnia because, <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, okay, hear me out.
0: Yeah. It's just, it seems like a really stuck up land. Like you're either going to be super judged if you're not perfect or you're going to be controlled by an evil queen. It's always winter and like, I don't know, tricked somehow magically by little gremlins or something. It just seems like they're either perfect or corrupt. And that seems like a dichotomy that sounds boring and uninventive and doesn't allow, doesn't, Give me the proper freedom to spread my wings the way I desire.
1: All those judgmental talking
0: bears. Yeah. Did, did, can Eminem <laughs> perform in Narnia? Probably not. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Pretty big. Yeah, but I mean, is anyone gonna come see a show or are they gonna pick it and be like? Maybe,
1: yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's this is, I bet. No, there is something kind of stuck up about yeah. the way that the world I don't know if stuck up is the right word, like stuffy. I think stuffy is a better word.
0: Yeah, it you was know, just too rigid.
1: Too on-the-nose for you. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's an interesting choice. Um, I picked uh, New Crobazon in China Mieville's Bass Lag series. Uh, I know you haven't read any of those books. You should read Perdido Street Station, by the way. I know we're reading like three 800-page books. Right I'll now. add it to the 75 <laughs> oh books God. that so, I'm reading. So sorry. Though
0: you're not the oh. first person to recommend that. It's very good. Uh,
1: but with New <laughs> Crobazon... Um, in the Basilak series, this, this city is absolutely disgusting. It's like the way that he wrote out the city, everything's just smoky. There's just leaking pipes everywhere and everything's just filthy and dangerous. And just, it's, it's just, it sounds like the worst place to, it sounds like a really cool place to visit because there's like stuff happening there, obviously. And the way that mieville writes out the city, it sounds like kind of exciting and just like this. It's like if, if a new metal band was a city, you know, it's like if drowning pool was a city. Okay.
0: (laughs) But yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's a focus point for things to happen, but sometimes, you know, they're not all good.
1: Like look up, (laughs) just type in new crowbazon.
0: Great name. Oh, this looks cool. (laughs) You wouldn't be bored,
1: but I wouldn't want to live. There's what I'm saying. I could hang (laughs) there for a little bit.
0: Half of these pictures have like ginormous monsters ripping this town to pieces.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, don't don't it'll spoil it for you. Just close out of that tab. So let's move on to the next question, which comes to us from another Patreon sub Kevin. Kevin asks, is it weird for Evan to be reading Harry Potter content? He hasn't memorized. I think this is this is probably referencing me reading all the young dudes. The Harry Potter fan fiction.
0: Oh, definitely. And yeah. also to fill everyone in, the fact that Evan hand has proven it to me on a podcast, and I, we didn't talk about it beforehand. I challenged him once to give me the chapter titles of every chapter title in the first Harry Potter book. And he got up to book three, about halfway through it, before he made a mistake on the chapter titles, in order. And the mistake he made was he skipped over one.
1: That's my claim to fame, everybody. That's incredible. Yeah, I spent uh, a lot of time. Listening to those Harry Potter audiobooks and reading those books. So is it
0: refreshing or frustrating to read it without being so intimate? It's
1: amazing. It's so much better. It's so much better because, like, I've gotten to the point with the audiobooks where, like, because, I mean, I had a brush with, like, some, like, a pretty terrible, like, anxiety disorder for a few years. I remember that. I was having panic attacks, like, all the time. I didn't know what the hell was going on. And uh, it's since, like, tampered down, like, quite a bit but there was a good stretch there where I was just like, I, there was a, I almost couldn't chill out unless I was reading or listening to those audiobooks. If I was like in a grocery store or like at work or whatever, um, or if like trying to fall asleep or whatever. Um, so I was listening to them so often that um, I was, I knew what people were going to say before they said it. So like it, like to answer your question, Kevin, like I, I really did have it <laughs> memorized. And what what made it even... I would say the word worse, I guess, but what made it even worse is like, I am very particular about what I'm listening to when I'm listening to those books. So I would never listen to the endings because they were always so chaotic and too much for me so i would only and i would never listen to, to the beginnings either because i didn't like being around the dursleys i would only listen from when harry had kind of left the dursleys to when things started heating up towards the end so there was i need like, some vibey
0: vibe check some classroom time so
1: that's why that's why i love all the young dudes so much at least like the 15 percent of it that i'm up to um there's still some negativity and stuff and there's some conflict and things like that in there but it's it's very vibey there's a lot of um just them being in class and like you know Uh, Remus talks to Lily about Sirius for a a few pages and it's just, it's much more like toned down and mellow and it's exactly the kinds of things that I really liked listening to in the Harry Potter books. So yeah, it's amazing. And the fact that I don't know what's going to happen, I mean, I kind of know what's going to happen because like, obviously they're going to turn into anime guy and they're going to do the whole Marauders thing, but I don't, you know, the
0: lore, you can kind of fill in the gaps.
1: I mean, I am kind of interested to see how it progresses to the point where um, because they they, they start the order, order of the Phoenix really young. I mean, like, like Lily and James die when they're like 20 or something like that, yeah. like super young. And I don't know if it's gonna go all the way to that. It'd be cool if it did. I don't even know if it's finished or not, but seeing kind of the rumblings of Voldemort kind of like, you know, getting some traction and stuff, like towards the, the end of this. Darkness
0: rises in the east. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's gonna be cool. So, yeah, uh, to answer your question, uh, it's not weird, it's awesome. Um, It's just more of something, and I don't have to give J.K. Rowling any money, which is super cool. Super great, yeah. It's free. And
0: to further um, justify it being awesome that you know it that well, I feel like that is probably in the top ten healthy medicines to help be a salve to your current ailment than any of the other options before you, like drugs and like pills and shit. I mean, like everybody's situation
1: is like yeah, everybody's situation is like super different. Obviously, I wouldn't like prescribe. No. Harry Potter audiobooks to somebody with, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, hey, don't go to the doctor just listen to these books. But it but did you're depressed. work. Depressed? Read this. It definitely helped, like quite a bit. Um, with that familiarity, that nostalgia. I mean, uh, Jim Dale's voice is like butter. It's so cool. Mm. But um, yeah, it's been really great. It's Thanks healthy. for asking, Kevin. Uh, let's move on to the next and final question, which comes to us from one of our Discord members, Mary C A, Mary K, Mary ka I Hope that I pronounced that right. At some point. Um, Mary Ka, sorry, asks, do you guys have any words that you learned by reading them and then found out later on that you were pronouncing them completely wrong? Oh, boy, do I. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, you don't have any? You're just, you you with all your schooling? I'm
0: sure that I do. I can't think of one, though. Though I have an example of my father doing it, but I'm going to let you say yours first. For me, that
1: immediately came to mind was Epitome. E-P-
0: ah. E-P-I-T-O-M-E. That's when my dad got wrong. No way. In front okay. of a... My dad, dad's a rabbi. It was in front of the whole group of people. He said, that It epitome. is the epitome. Yep,
1: yep. <laughs> I don't... I still... I still struggle with that word. It's... And not. I, I know how to pronounce it. I just pronounced it correctly the first time here. But, like, when I'm reading it, it's, it's epitome. I don't care. I do not care. It's, it's spelled wrong. It should be spelled differently. It, it's a dumb word. It's ridiculously word. spelled. I really don't like I thought it was up hitting me like with an A like a p i t o m i e or something like that yeah um yeah, so I read it as epitome every time, same thing with hyperbole uh I read it as hyperbole every my my brain just sounds it out as hyperbole and um i didn't i thought hyperbole was uh with a y at the end.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Um, so for for the longest time, I didn't. I like I really didn't know when I was a lot younger. I knew what the word hyperbole meant, but when I'd see that word, it, I thought I just I I, would, I wasn't even like able to put it into the context. I was. Oh, We're we talking hell is this nine words? pins here. And then another word that always tripped me up, which um, I don't mispronounce it, but I all I forever got the definition of this word wrong for so long was bemused, b e m u s e d. For the longest time. When I was reading a lot of books for a long time, I thought that bemused meant like amused. Like, oh, like, but it means like confused Confused. or or perplexed. Yeah. You're like, wow, Evan, you're dumb. But no, I, no, not at all. (laughs) But I, and it's funny too, because sometimes. You know, obviously, if you don't really know the definition of a word, you can kind of pick up what it means by the context in the sentence. It's usually kind of what I do, unless I just really can't figure it out what it is, and I'll just look it up. Um, but, and it's better to just look it up anyway, because then you get the actual definition, other than just whatever you think it is, based on the context of one sentence in a book. Um, and you can have
0: Google say it to you.
1: That's pretty nice, too. Then you never mispronounce a word ever again. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny because... There's some words that I probably still do today where I don't apply the context and I don't know what that word is. And I'm just like, that's just what it means. We're moving on. (laughs) Like, I don't know what that is. But, oh, they're amused. Like, yeah, they're amused by him saying that confusing thing. Like, whatever.
0: Defying with bemusement. I'm confident that probably both of us have words that we use. Not in every day, but we 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 use so infrequently and are so infrequently used by society that everyone else doesn't know we're saying them wrong either. And we probably won't stop using them incorrectly, potentially forever. Though I have a rule that if my phone is like within reaching distance and I come across a word that I don't know, even if I can kind of contextually tell, I force myself to look it up on Google because it's like three seconds and it's like be an idiot now, you know?
1: Well, and the whole notion of like uh, not to get not to get super like we live in a society or anything, but like the whole notion of like correctly mis- like correctly pronouncing things is like kind of silly anyway because we made it up well we made it all up anyway, so it's like I noticed that you you say especially instead of especially
0: especially like, yeah I,
1: I know what you're saying I'm not gonna be like you know that you're not supposed to make the curse sound when you say that right like who cares I know what you're saying like language evolves uh, written and spoken language will always be evolving that's the nature of language we don't have a set uh, this is all the words this is how they're all pronounced um, I mean I think that it can be a little bit different when you get down into grammar and syntax and things like that, because there are certain ways that we order our words, uh, both written and spoken that um, are the most efficient way to convey that information. So that's debatable. Like, yeah, grammar is probably pretty important to a certain extent, but like pronunciation, I don't know if you're getting a point across, I don't really care. Like people have accents, people have, You know, there's people in Georgia that say things completely differently than I do. And I'm not like, you know, you know, I have a non-regional Netflix accent and you're really not supposed (laughs) to. I mean, that is what we have. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I've I've heard because we're both from the Pacific Northwest. So I've heard Uh that there is a Pacific Northwest accent. I have never I know that there's a there's a Southern California accent for sure.
0: I know that it sounds really close minded of me to be like I have no accent because I'm sure everyone thinks that right but like I, I don't know you do how you would make it, it. no no I do actually accent. Chappelle Dave Chappelle can do my accent He does all the time <laughs> he does it really well
1: but we, we have like a I, I've heard it's like we have like a non-regional diction which I think is like a, a an old way of saying that but like I've heard TV accent like we have a TV accent so like when I was in uh, Europe I, when and talking to people they, they knew immediately that I was American because they Mm. watch a lot of Netflix and they watch a lot of American television and everybody on most we're way funnier, like 90% of the people on those TV shows have the same accent that we do, you know, so, or at least on American TV shows. Um, So it's like, we just sound like the TV. So they're like, Oh, you're American. You just have that that American accent. Uh, I, I know that we're kind of going over time here, but have you watched that video of, it's like, it's like this couple in an apartment eating dinner together and it's, them talking to each other but they're not saying any actual words but the the title of the video is and you can go look this up uh, it's the title of the video is something like how english sounds to non-english speakers and it's oh. really really weird to listen to if you're I bet. it's because it it almost sounds like english it's the same cadence it's the same vowel sounds consonant sounds everything there's a rhythm all, yeah exactly but there's but it's not there are no english words in it and so it is very trippy Interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
0: I love thinking about rhythm too because a lot of people think in order to become a character or have multiple characters if you're reading a book, you need to change your voice. So one's crazy and one's like this and it's like, mm, you can also just change your pacing, change the rhythm of that character's um, speech. And I'm going to end my part anyway with one embarrassing fact about myself of a word I never can get right because I just don't remember ever. Even though I've looked it up so many times because our president had a problem with it and he was made a fun of so much. I don't know right now if it's nuclear or nuclear.
1: It's nuclear.
0: It's nuclear.
1: It's nuclear. It's nuclear.
0: Yeah. There's no Q.
1: N-U-C-L-E-A-R. Okay. Nuclear. Okay. Oh, like, you can't really trust the
0: spellings on these things. Like a epit- No, you're epitome. right. No,
1: I should, me spelling it out was, yeah, stupid. But, but no, <laughs> that helps me by
0: being like, it is... By knowing it's phonetically correct that will help me when I try to remember, but I always look it up and then I always forget, and then I want to say it, and I'm always like, let's mm-hmm. see that's what I'm talking about it's like if you
1: pronounce it that way, I don't care like it's like, yeah, you yeah, said, but like, you, like, you know. technically said it wrong, but who cares you know,
0: but we all made fun of Bush for doing it for so many years. it's like I don't want to be I don't want to be put in the same group as I No, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I met his dad once. you met senior? yeah, I got to eat breakfast with him.
1: Oh, wow, that's really cool I got a
0: signed copy of his book, but I kind of hide it because I don't want people to think that I ever read it and stuff. <laughs>
1: Were you like super young?
0: Yeah, I was super young. That's I was at cute. a uh, little, little, yeah. Chad, little Chad Conference. talking. Wow, I impressed awesome. him. I was doing some public speaking and he was like, Young man, would you like to come eat breakfast with me? And I was like, Yes, Mr. Ex President and Barbara. And so I sat down. I think with you them. just
1: say Mr. President, even if they're not the president anymore.
0: Oh, really? I didn't know. I went with Mr. President.
1: You didn't okay. I was like, Do you have to call Mr. Ex President? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to wrap this up. All right. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Friday Forge. We love doing these episodes. They're little bite sized little morsels of me and Chad. A little more laid back. Super fun. A little donut holes. You can always, always contribute some questions into the Friday Forge channel in the Discord. Throw some stuff our way on the Patreon. We always check those DMs and uh, yeah, hit us it. up any other way. But everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you all have an awesome rest of your day. And of
0: course, happy reading. Bye, everybody.